Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is January 6, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William Is Bill. Great to be back with you today for another recap of our NBA games. We're going to recap Wednesday's 11 game slate. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Now, the big news of the day for Tuesday was the return of Kyrie Irving. Much hyped, much anticipated, much talked about all year. We all know the reasons why. So uh, that's going to be a big news issue for today. (laughs) But also, Lance Stevenson had a big return home to the Indiana Pacers and showed out as well. So those were probably the biggest stories of the day. But let's start the recap off with the Charlotte Hornets faced off against the Detroit Pistons, and they defeated the Pistons 140 to 111 for the Detroit Pistons. Of course, they have our number one pick in the draft, Kay Cunningham. He played 26 minutes in this one. Probably would have been more if the game was more competitive, but still had a good performance. Uh, Shot 50% from the field, even four for nine from the three-point range. That's really good. So he did his part with 16 points, two rebounds, seven assists, and two steals. But the Pistons just were not good enough all around to keep it competitive with the Hornets. The Pistons still are missing a lot of guys. Isaiah Stewart is still out. Uh, Jeremy Grant, of course, is already out. So, And, you know, they had the first pick in the draft for a reason. So this team still needs some help. But, uh, you know, they probably will get Kate another lottery pick, (laughs) top five pick next year. Uh, to go alongside them. So the future is still going to be bright for the Pistons. Uh, And for the bench players, Luca Garza, of course, you know, after his huge breakout performance, he's back to a reserve role, only played eight minutes, finished three points and two rebounds. I hate this for him. Trey Lyles is back in the starting lineup. Trey Lyles still did have a really good game, but Luca Garza, once again, is, you know, buried in the bench, and, I mean, even in a blowout, you lost by almost 30 points. Why isn't Luka Garza getting more minutes? Because Trey Lyles is not the future of this team. If Luka Garza is, you need to play him to find out whether he is or not. They do have another rookie called Justin Robinson, uh, undrafted rookie. He played 25 minutes, though. And last game, he played pretty well. Also, this game, he finished with nine points, three rebounds, and two assists. Good game. Now they also have Micah Potter. Micah Potter was a very productive player in the Summer League and G League, and he's recently been called up to the Pistons, you know, while they're missing so many guys and played 16 minutes, had eight points, six rebounds, and one steal. So I like Micah Potter's game. Uh, We will see whether he can hang on. You know, he's a 6'10 big man. Uh, I think he's pretty good. He played twice the minutes of Luka Garza. So that is weird. but I don't know if there is a little injury to Luka Garza or not. Are they just trying to see what they have in Micah Potter? But Micah Potter is a really good center. Um, he he should be on the NBA roster. Uh, it's just going to have to be the right fit. So all interesting news for the Pistons. And we're still waiting on Isaiah Livers to become fully functional to get some minutes on this team. For the Charlotte Hornets, even though they won by 29 points, Kai Jones, JT Thor, and James Booknight all played four minutes each. How disappointing, I know. 
and they all combined for two points. Those two points were by James Book Knight. So, I mean, this is just a sad tale of rookie, <laughs> rookie stardom minutes or lack thereof. Um, so let's not dwell in this for too long. But that is, that's, do you want to call, call that bad coaching? I mean, they won by 29 points. So you can't say bad coaching, but get the rookies in there more than four minutes. Come on, guys. But next game, we're going to swing along to the Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Orlando Magic 116 to 106 for the 76ers. Let's see if Miles Powell, yes, they have an undrafted rookie who's 24 years old named Miles Powell, and he got in for three minutes and produced zero production all around. That's very interesting. They did not play Aaron Henry, Charles Bassey, or anyone like that, but they played Miles Brown, okay? Uh, no other rookies got in this game. So there you have it. They won the game, so they can do whatever they want. For the Orlando Magic, Franz Wagner, once again, steady-handed. Franz, Bag- Franz Wagner scored 15 points, had six rebounds, one assist, and one steal. You can count on them every day. I mean, you can count on them like the mailman. It's going to deliver. Is he the new mailman? No, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. Um, but also, the Mavericks, uh, the Magic, obviously, Hassani Gravette, he was getting a lot of good minutes on this team. But now that Cole Anthony is back, Gravette was moved to a DMP. Now, that could be temporary because Cole Anthony hurt his other ankle after recently getting back from his other ankle injury. So Hassan Gravette could be right back in that lineup. Uh, we will see the extent of Cole Anthony's injury. So other than that, we're just waiting on my guy Jalen Suggs to come back from his injury. So it's a really rocky year for the Orlando Magic. They're basically just throwing this year away, kind of like the Pistons, and they're going to pair their two lottery picks with another high pick next year. So for the next matchup, we have the Rockets defeated the Washington Wizards 114-111. to 111. For the Rockets, we have some good news. Jalen Green started once again, played 34 minutes, 8 for 17 from the field, which is great. 2 for 7 from 3, not great, but still, eh, we can work with it. But finished with 22 points and 6 rebounds and 1 assist. You want those assists to be up always? That's going to take years to come by for Jalen Green, more than likely, <laughs> or a whole entire switch up of his uh, surrounding cast. But for now, he's all about buckets. And, you know, that is good that he got six rebounds. So that's that's good to see because normally he's a 20-point guy, two or three rebounds, two or three assists, you know, one or two steals. So to have him at six in any category other than points, is still good. So Jalen Green just being uh, flourishing, coming into his own with his game, becoming more confident with every game out there, putting professional moves on players, driving to the basket, just like he did with the G League Ignite. He would put that head down and go straight to the attack the rim, and now he's doing that more assertively in the NBA. So he is definitely on the right path. You know, he recently gave a fan his shoes, it was a viral moment, very sweet. Jalen Green is doing everything right for the Rockets. In the midst of some teammates that are not doing everything right, uh, Jalen Green is 
performing well and impressing, impressing us all. Um, now, they also have Josh Christopher, played 14 minutes, ended up with eight points, four rebounds, and one assist. You want those minutes to be more. Um, once again, Garrison Matthews played almost twice as many minutes as him. And Josh Christopher still pretty much doubled his performance in less than half of the minutes. So that kind of tells you everything you need to know. Josh Christopher should be playing more than Garrison Matthews, obviously. Uh, And Josh Christopher is really, really, really putting together a nice rookie season. And it's unfortunate he's not getting more minutes right now because he's really coming into his own. And I believe with more minutes, he can become a starter for this team, Um, at least starting caliber guard for this team. But he probably will be fit best on a different team. If you're going to keep Kevin Porter Jr. here, uh, Josh Christopher will probably flourish better on a different team. For the Washington Wizards, we have Corey Kispert, of course, who played a huge 32 minutes, only finished with seven points, one rebound, two assists, one steal, and one block. Good that he has something in every category. Not a lot, though, <laughs> but uh, not great that he only scored seven points in 32 minutes. He went one for five from three, and that's what he was out there for. You know, he makes two more of those. They win the game. Uh, he makes one of those. It's more competitive. They probably go to overtime. So Corey Kispert got the minutes this time. So it was no, uh, you can't use any excuses in this one. Normally he's getting 15 to 24 minutes per game. This one, they gave him all the minutes he can handle. And he didn't quite crumb through like they were anticipating for them. So next game, we will see if they trust Corey Kispert once again. Next game, the San Antonio Spurs defeated the Boston Celtics 99-97. to For the Spurs, we have Jack Landale, who play, is, played 13 minutes, has six points, two rebounds, and that's it. Um, but it's 13 minutes, so not too shabby. Now, last game, we talked about Josh Primo and Joe Weiskamp. Both had good games. Joe Weiskamp was a DMP. Josh Primo played only six minutes, finished with one rebound and no other stats. So that's unfortunate. Uh, This was a tight game as opposed to the last game being a bit of a blowout. And DeJounte Murray is back. So that's a lot of things you got to keep in mind whenever you're thinking about adding someone in fantasy when they have a blowout game. You have to see not only – uh, how good the player is or was, and if you'll be able to keep it up, you got to see who was out that game and why those minutes were there, why that production was there out of nowhere. If they just got a promotion from bench to starter, I mean, that's a person that you definitely can add confidently. But if this is a person that blows up when multiple people are missing from the lineup, you have to anticipate when those people come back, that production is going to drop off. And that's exactly what happened with Josh Primo in this one, unfortunately. He had a one-game run where he really showed out, and he is their lottery pick. But his time is not truly here yet, according to Greg Popovich, uh, which was proven in his lineup decisions tonight. For the Boston Celtics, of course, no rookies, so nothing to say about the Celtics. For the next game, we had the Brooklyn Nets versus the Indiana Pacers. 
And I guess you could say this was the matchup of the night. This is the game that went the most viral. And that's because Kyrie Irving was back. And that's what everyone thought the game would solely be talked about. But on the other end of the court, Lance Stevenson exploded for 20 points in the first six minutes of the game. So truly exciting basketball here. The Brooklyn Nets ended up pulling it away, 129 to 121. And this was a really close game all game. So that was a lot of fun. And with Kyrie Irving starting, that did not stop David Duke Jr. from starting. A lot of people were surprised to see that. But David Duke Jr. has played very well in his limited opportunities with Kyrie out. So I feel it was deserving of him to get the start in this one or at least get big minutes. And But unfortunately, in 18 minutes, he basically put up no production with two points, three rebounds, one assist one steal. Um, So he put up some numbers in multiple categories, but minuscule, especially the points. And he only shot two shots. So you can't really knock him as far as offensive game not being that great. But if you're only going to score two points, you at least need to get some assists. He had one assist. So with that being said, that's why he only played 18 minutes and they had to get him out of there. but it's very weird they didn't play Cam Thomas. I guess they thought he was too much of a Kyrie Irving replicate. But still good to see David Duke Jr. starting, getting minutes. We'll see if next game he will be completely removed from the lineup or not because that has happened with other players. When they get a chance in that starting lineup, like Miles McBride last game, stunk it up, and then the game after that, he got three minutes, so we will see what happens with David Duke. Now, for the Indiana Pacers, they have Dwayne Washington Jr. coming off a big performance. He started again with Duarte out, but he had a bad performance, technically. Three for 13 from the field. That was the bad part. He did finish with 10 points, three rebounds, and three assists, but three for 13 from the field, two for seven from three. It's just not going to cut it to start in this lineup consistently or even get big minutes in this lineup consistently. So he's going to have to step it up and, you know, he will. He's not this bad. Uh, Obviously I think very highly of him. I think he's really good, Uh, but shot was just off today for Dwayne Washington Jr. Now they also have Kiefer Sykes who played 40 minutes. And I did not mention Kiefer Sykes last uh, game because I didn't realize he's a rookie. You know why? Because he's 28 years old, but he's still technically considered a rookie by ESPN. So I will give him some love and shout him out because that's, that's just, I mean, he's a rookie. Uh, so that's what they're telling me. I'll give him some love. He played 40 minutes, scored 18 points, had three rebounds and five assists. And he is truly taking the full advantage of all his opportunities and you can see why. Like I said, he's 28. He's on an NBA team finally, and he knows every moment can be his last. Uh, he does not have a guaranteed contract. His 10 days, prove yourself. 10 days, prove yourself, and then we'll see. And he's really, really doing a great job of trying to make this team and showing the team that he's a useful asset. So you have to love that. Now, they also have Terry Taylor, 22-year-old rookie, got in the game for one minute, 
and had one assist. They also have Ahmad Caver. And he got in the game for one minute, had two points. And I think that is it. Yep, that is it for the Pacers. They're just playing random players all over the place. Uh, And that's going to be until Chris Duarte returns, TJ McConnell returns, uh, TJ Warren returns. So this team is still missing a lot of players. And Karis LeVert is out as well. So... Yeah, this lineup is not to be trusted. Now, next game, we have the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Golden State Warriors 99-82. to For the Golden State Warriors, of course, we have Jonathan Kaminga. He only finished with four points and two rebounds. That was in 12 minutes. Moses Moody only played two minutes and had no stats all around. Now, they also have, well, Quindary Rutherspoon. Now, see, I thought he was a rookie, but he's not listed as a rookie. So <laughs> that'll be it for the Warriors. He's 25, but the 28-year-old is a rookie. All right. <laughs> but that's it for the Golden State Warriors. They're two lottery picks. Neither really had enough time to do accomplish much in this one. For the Dallas Mavericks, no rookies of note. Let me see who this green is right here. No, okay, Josh Green. Yes, of course. Uh, no rookies of note. Um, they did play a ton of people on the roster, but no rookies for the Mavs. On uh, the night that they honored Dirk Nowitzki for being such a amazing, uh, you know, franchise player for the Dallas Mavs, the only player in history to play twenty one years with one franchise. Congrats to Dirk Nowitzki once again on a great career. Being a great person. Now the next game, the Toronto Raptors defeated the Milwaukee Bucks 117 to 111. Now we have Scotty Barnes who started. And this is probably one of his worst games, which is still not a horrible game if you're in a category league. He scored six points, has six rebounds, four assists, one steal, no blocks. He only shot six shots and he went two for six from the field, 0 for two from three. But Scotty Barnes has been having an all-rookie year, so he's allowed a down game. Everyone else shot the ball a ton, so he kind of played his role in this one and still did a pretty good job. Justin Champagne also got in the game for 11 minutes, finished with six points, two rebounds, one assist, and one steal. For the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was out with an illness in this one, and I'll tell you the breaking news for the Bucks after this recap. Sandro Mamuklish Valley played 23 minutes and finished with 10 points, five rebounds, and two steals. And if you don't know, Sandro is the backup center, a backup center for the Milwaukee Bucks. And he kind of got pushed to the side when they acquired DeMarcus Cousins. And DeMarcus Cousins has been playing pretty good for the Bucks. And in this game, DeMarcus Cousins had 15 points and 10 rebounds. And after this game, the Bucks announced they were going to waive DeMarcus Cousins. Very interesting decision there because DeMarcus Cousins has, Cousins has earned the right to stay there. He's played very well, especially in limited minutes, but they're not going to go that route. So that is good for, you know, Sandro Mamukasvili, of course, 
but it's very weird for DeMarcus Cousins himself. So I can only imagine. But they also have another rookie who they played, Javante Smart, who played 11 minutes, only had one assist. He was not able to capitalize off of his unsuspecting 11 minutes in this game. Next game, we have the OKC Thunder defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves 90-98. to For the Thunder, of course, we have Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who finished with seven points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal, and two blocks. Those two blocks probably saved his night, because other than that, it was pretty lackluster. Aaron Wiggins started for 37 minutes, ended up with 11 points, three rebounds, one assist, and one steal. He went 0 for 5 from 3, which was his negative. He would have hit one or two of those threes at least. Could have had a great performance. Now, one of the rookies of the night, Josh Giddy, played 35 minutes, finished with 14 points, 15 rebounds, 6 assists, and 1 steal. That's just an incredible stat line again from Josh Giddy, who was the Western Conference Player of the Month. Uh, and he just had a triple-double. So, I mean, He's looking like a player that's on pace to get close to a triple-double on any given night. You could say Jason Kidd-like. I guess you could say he's a new Jason Kidd. Uh, he's just playing incredible, incredible, incredible. And at this pace, he's definitely a lock for first-team all-rookie. And I did not see that coming. I figured he, because of his size, as in skinniness and non-ability to shoot, NBA players would not let him have easy days basically in the NBA you know if you remember when Lonzo Ball started with the Lakers first matchup was Pat Bev he gave it to him just pestered him all game I thought that was what was going to happen to Josh Giddy, but Josh Giddy is truly controlling the flow of the game fitting in and making all the right plays so much respect to Josh Giddy. Trey Mann was back in this one and played 18 minutes Finished with three points, seven rebounds, and that's it. But he went one for five from the field. So if he were to make some more of those shots, the night would have been looked at differently. But he did not make those shots. So it is what it is. For the Minnesota Timberwolves, they played 10 people, but none of them were rookies. So nothing of note there. Next game, we have the Utah Jazz defeated the Denver Nuggets 115 to 109. For the Utah Jazz, no rookies of note because they will not play Jared Butler. For the Denver Nuggets, their only real rookie of note is Bones Highland, and he finally did get back in the game for some nice, nice, nice minutes here, 20. Uh, But in those 20 minutes, he went one for six from the field and one for four for three-point range. Ended up with three points, four rebounds, and one assist. So we know he could do better, but I don't know. He seems to be a different player since he was out with COVID. Hopefully he will get back to his normal self and the pace he had set for himself before he got shut down. Next game, we had the Atlanta Hawks defeat the Sacramento Kings 108-102 to for the Atlanta Hawks. Shreve Cooper, Jalen Johnson, both out right now with the G League squad. So you're dealing with all veterans here. For the Sacramento Kings, we have one, uh, really two, namely Escada, but he's the DMP right now. But Davion Mitchell, in 21 minutes, scored four points and had two assists. 
So good solid performance right there. And for my final hat trick, <laughs> the final game of the night, the Heat defeated the Portland Trailblazers 115 to 109. For the Miami Heat, Omar Year 7 finished with 14 points, 16 rebounds, and four assists. Truly a great game, truly dominant. Uh, these are the type of numbers Enos Kander has put up in his career. You wonder if Year 7 will have a similar career as Cantor. And Cantor really has just fell in, fall, just, you know, fell into place on the wrong team just about every time. Uh, because when he's on the team that wants to use him, he's almost a walking double double. But a lot of teams don't want to use him or throw him out there. So, but that's something to think about with Armory at seven. And I don't mean Enos Cantor now. I mean Enos Cantor when he was younger. You know, he was a lottery pick. So, Different times then, though. And they also have, let's see, Haywood, Highsmith, and he ended up getting the game for nine minutes, finished three points, one rebound, and one block. That is it for the Miami Heat. And for the last and final game, uh, well, team, I should say, the Trailblazers, they did play Trenton Wofford. Eight minutes, only pitched with one point and one block. The block is good, but to be expected, Trenton Wofford is was undrafted and not much capital has went into him being productive, and they don't really have a lot of players out at his position. So what uh, did surprise me a little bit was Greg Brown the third, still another DNP. They must truly feel like he is not ready to you know contribute on a real level. So, no news of note right there. So, that wraps up our 11-game slate, huge 11-game slate. And like I said, welcome back Kyrie and Lance Stevenson. Can't wait to see who else will be back. And hopefully, we won't hear about too many people being gone, though. But uh, to recap, the rookies of the night, uh, let's get into that real quick. So the rookies of the night are Jalen Green with 22 points and six rebounds. Kiefer Sykes, even though he's 28, with 18 points and five assists. Kate Cunningham, 16 points, seven assists, two steals. Franz Wagner, 15 points, six rebounds. Amaya, you're at seven, 14 points, 16 rebounds, and four assists. Josh Giddy, 14 points, 15 rebounds, six assists. Aaron Wiggins with 11 points, Dwayne Washington with 10 points, and last but not least, Sandro Mamuklashvedi with 10 points, five rebounds, and two steals. So that will do it for our Wednesday recap. Thank you all so much for listening to me on the All Rookie Podcast. If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. Great review, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Hit me up on Twitter at WilliamSville. Truly appreciate you all, and I'm out of here. Peace.